Sukkah daf yutet. The last thing we were discussing was a machloket legabe someone who puts chach over awning in an area shaped like a U. So there's awning going around, and then you put chach in the middle. Now, if there is poles going around, then it's a kosher sukkah. If it doesn't have uh, poles going around, Abayes says kasher, Abba says pasul. And we tried to say that the machloket was, do we say, pitikai or besoten? Do we say the edge of the roof comes down, makes an imaginary wall? Like we saw Rav and Shmuel argue about this legabe um, uh, carrying on Shabbat. Rabba would tell us, no, I could also possibly hold like Rav. Rav only said his words, the, the canopy in the middle of the valley. Over there, the walls were made, whatever was made, dafka for the canopy. And by the sukkah, the walls were made for houses. They weren't made for the sukkah. And with that, we are starting Yutet Amud Aleph, four lines in, where it says, Tenan. We learned in our Mishnah, If there's a courtyard that has awning or or porches coming around it, and you put the schach on top of that in the middle, we said if the awning or the porch goes in for amot, then it would be schach pasul, and the, and the entire sukkah would be pasula. And the Gemara asks, Why don't we say that the edge of the walls come down, and they make an imaginary wall. So the Gemara says, no. Rabbi explained it according to Abaye. So this way there's no problem on him in the Mishnah. You didn't put the schach on top of the porch. go Or on top of the awning going from one side to the other rather. He put the schach in a way where it was flat or equally leveled with the awning. So this way it doesn't look like there's a piece of the edge of the of the awning or the porch coming down. So you can't say like the wall already started. Here you, it, everything is equal, so you can't say it looks like the wall already started. So you can't say piti krayored besotai. So in Besurah matnei lehashemata behalishna and Surah they explained our entire sugya the way we just explained it. Bepumpadita matnei and pumpadita they explained the machloket of Abaye and Rabba legabed achsadra a little bit differently and as follows. Sikach legabed achsadra she'en lapetzimin if you put schach over an achsadra area without poles going around divrea kol pesula everyone will tell you it's pasul yesh lapetzimin but if there are poles going around with less than three tefachim air in between each one. Abaye Amar Keshira, Rabba Amar Pesula. Abaye Amar Keshira, because Amrinan Lavud. We say all those balls going around, it's as if they're all connected and it's as if it's one solid wall going around. And Rabba Amar Pesula, because Lo Amrinan Lavud. We don't say this Lavud going around. And we don't hold like this Pumpadita language, rather, we hold like Surah's language. Like Rabbah said, that a sukkah that's next to the Achsadra area, if it has uh, poles, it's kasher. If it has little sticks going, going around, it's kasher. We hold of lavud. And if there's no sticks going around, we don't say pitikra yored v'sotem to be machshiret. Now, Ravashe Ashkechel Rav Kahana dekamesakech al gabe Achsadra she'en lapetzimin. Ravashe found Rav Kahana putting schach over this Achsadra area that didn't have sticks going around. And Amar le, so Rav Asher told Rav Kana, Lo savar mor hade Amar Rav. You don't hold like what Rav said. That yesh la peksimin kasher. If it has sticks going around kasher, and la peksimin pesula would be pasul because piti kai yoredusotem. 
showed him that there's a start of a third wall right under that awning area and it's you could see it on the inside but on the outside you can't really see it you think it's uh, not uh, there's no wall over there and since there's a start of a wall we can now say or you could say it's a situation where the wall is going backwards but it's under the awning area so the sukkah looks as if it only has two walls but since the wall going backwards on the third side is directly under the awning it's as if the entire awning is piti krayored vesotem and you have a third wall the itamar nirami bachutz veshavem if you can see it from the outside but in the inside you can't really see it nidon mishum lechi when it comes to mavoy it is considered a pole and you could carry in that area that post that you put in the beginning of the Mavoy has the same din as the Petsimin, the sticks going around. Now, the Gemara brings a Baita. Tana Pasala Yotsemina Sukkah, that is coming out of the Sukkah, Nidon Kesukkah, it is like a Sukkah. My Pasala Yotsemina Sukkah, what are you talking about? Sukkah that is coming out of the Sukkah. So, Gemara is going to give a few different answers. Number one, Amarula. It means kanim hayotzim lahores sukkah. There's bamboo sticks, let's say, going backwards to the sukkah. So they're coming out of the sukkah. We're going to call it a sukkah. But the says, yeah, how could you call that a sukkah? How could I sit under that area in the back of the sukkah? We need three walls. You don't have three walls. So how could you call? How could I call it a kosher sukkah under that? So the command is not the ikan. It does have three walls. What are we talking about? The two side walls will go a little bit backwards. And you have schach coming up from the, the top. So you have three walls. The back of the sukkah, or which now becomes the front of the back sukkah. And the two side walls that continued backwards. But then the Gemara asks, But we need it to be a kosher sukkah, seven tefahim by seven tefahim. So the Gemara answers, Bidika. I guess those side, wall, those side walls went uh, very backwards. And you have seven by seven with schach on top. But we need there to be a lot of schach. We need more shade than sunlight. There is. So, okay, it has everything that makes a kosher sukkah. So, what, what's the called? The chidush. The Gemara Since the schach and everything was put together for the inside, the other side of that sukkah, but for the outside of the sukkah, the back of the sukkah, it wasn't made for. Maybe it shouldn't be kasher. Tell me that it is kasher. Now again, what does psal hayotze min ha-sukkah? Nidon kesukkah mean? The schach that's coming out of sukkah, it's like a sukkah. What does that mean? So Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef, Amrit Rabbi they give us a second explanation. Hacha bekanim hayotzeim lifnim min ha-sukkah. Here we're talking about, let's say the bamboo sticks are going forwards. Umashcha ve'azla hada dofen behadayu. And you have one side of the sukkah, uh, there's a right side, left side, let's say the left side goes all the way much longer to all the way where the schach ends, but the right wall is a little bit short. Maybe the sukkah is not a kosher sukkah, it doesn't have three full walls. Kamash Malan, this baitas come and tell me that this place is kosher, you could eat in the entire sukkah. Because it's not considered a separate area in the sukkah or it's separate sukkah. It's all considered one big sukkah. 
answer number three. Rabab al-Hana Amar Yohanan, Lo Nitzrecha, what's Psala Yotzemin Sukkah is like a Sukkah? So he said, El Sukkah Sherubat Silata Merubam Hamata. Most of the Sukkah is mostly shade, more than sunlight. Umi'uta, but there are parts in the Sukkah where Hamata Merubam Silata, where there's more sunlight than shade. Maybe the sukkah should be pasul with that just small area. Kamash ma'alan, the Baraita comes to me that this place is kasher. So the Gemara says, Umay yotze, if that's the answer, Rabba Barhana and Amar Bihanan, if that's that, that's your explanation, my yotze, what does that mean? It's coming out. It's not coming out of anything. Now the Gemara explains, yotze mechsher sukkah. If you have an area where the schach is coming out from the kashur of the sukkah, meaning it's not doing a kosher job. And so that's how he explains it. Rabbi Yoshaya, we're talking about not kosher schach, less than three tefahim wide on a small sukkah, a real, which is seven by seven, so three tefahim would make a huge difference and make it pasul. So comes the Braita and tells us, no, this is a kosher sukkah because even though it doesn't have a shi'ur of schach kasher, we could still say it is all connected and kasher. So the Gemara says, umayot said, and how do you explain schach that is coming out of the kosher area? So the Gemara says, no, yotzeh mitorat sukkah. It's out of the Torah, out of the rules of a sukkah, meaning it's not a kosher schach. So now, Matkifla Rav Hoshaya. Rav Hoshaya asks a question. Why do you have to tell me that it says, uh, we're talking about schach that is not kosher? Let it be just like air. Air is very strict. Air is possible with three tefahim of air is basul. Schach basul is at most uh, the, the four, four tefahim and that's it. So why don't you say it should be like air? And it should be pasul. And again, Air less than three tefahim in a small sukkah is it pasul? No. So then, what's the right time coming to be mechadeshas? Meaning, I can understand, I can figure it out on my own that this area should be kosher. This sukkah should be kosher. So why do I need Rav Oshaya's explanation? So Amar le Rabbi Abba, so Rabbi Abba tells Rav Oshaya, There's a difference. Schach pasul. It can combine and you could sleep under it. Vizeh, however, air that's less than three tefahim, mitzaref, you could combine it, however, you can't sleep under it. So that leads the Gemara to ask a question. Is there any such thing that it can combine, however, it can combine to make something kosher, but if it's by itself, it's not kosher. Is there such thing? I think my answer is Amar Bishak bin Yashiv in. Yes, there are such things. For example, Titanarok, liquidy soft mud. That should be a proof. If you have a mikveh that is kosher or it's uh, almost there, you can add this liquidy soft mud and now it could be kosher. However, but if you dipped in that liquidy soft mud by itself, the tevila doesn't count. So again, schach basul less than three in a in a small sukkah has the same rule that it could combine to make a sukkah kosher, but by itself it is not kosher. You can, it wouldn't make the sukkah kosher. The next mishnah haoseh sukkato kemin serif. If a person makes a sukkah by taking schach, making it like a, the shape of an A, an arrow facing upwards like a tipi. 
or you took the schach and you had it lean by the wall of a house or something, where you don't really have a, a clear two, three walls plus schach, it looks like a tent. Because there is no roof over here, it's just a tent that is slanted. And they say these sukkot are kasher even though they have no roof. And interestingly enough, there's a Tosafot over here who says that there has to be enough room in this type of sukkah where there's a height of 10 tefahim, a width of 7 by 7 tefahim, like a normal sukkah. Now there's a lot of Rishonim, the Ra'ad, Ritva, the Ran, who explain that the height of these schach, uh, the, the, the bamboo, whatever you want to call it, has to be 17 tefahim. So this way at a slant, you would have uh, the, enough room for a kosher sukkah. And there's a Tosafot Yom Tov who goes into this on the Mishnayot. There's a Aruch Laner who goes into the precise math. Very interesting sugya for all those uh, mathematicians. Now the Gemara starts, Tana Modeh Rebi Li'ezer. Rebi Li'ezer agrees to Hachamim she'im higibiyah minakaraka'a tefah. If you raised the schach that you tilted, if you raised it a tefah off the floor, or she'ifligah, or you moved it away from Minakotel, from the wall, tefah, even one tefah, she'ikshera, it would be kasher. And the Rashi explains, because that tefah that it's away from the wall, we could say it's lavud to the wall, and it's not going to be lavud with a slant upward, it's going to be lavud to the wall straight, horizontally, and that would make it the kasher sukkah according to everyone. Now, what's Rabbanan's reason? Now, why they hold that the, the sukkah is kasher? Because they believe that a tilted tent is a tent at the end of the day, and therefore it's uh, kasher, even if you didn't move it away one tefah from the floor or from the wall. Now, Abaye, Ashkahel Rav Yosef, Abaye found Rav Yosef, he was sleeping in a bridal canopy, which is a tent, in a sukkah. And who do you hold? Like, did you do such a thing? You hold like who said that if it's on a tilt, it's not considered walls, not like hachamim. Then the problem is, wait a second, you dropped Rabbanan, you hold like but we know the halacha is like the majority. We're supposed to go like Rabbanan and say that this kilat uh, hatanim is considered a tent. I now sleep in it in a sukkah. And Amar and Rav Yosef told Abaye, no, b'raitai b'chatanim. We have a b'raita that teaches the mahlokit between Rabbanan and Rabbi that we had in our Mishnah opposite. That Rabbi Le'ezer is the one who's machshir, v'hachamim is poslim, and really I'm the one who's going according to the majority. So again, he's asking, so now Abaye asks again to Rav Yosef, you're dropping a Mishnah and you're going with a Braita. Everyone knows the Mishnah is more Hashuv. So Rav Yosef told Abaye, your Mishnah, the one that you're bringing, the one that we have over here in, in, in our uh, Mishnah a couple of lines ago, that was a Da'at Yahid. That's a singular Tana who holds it. The Tanya, that says, If you made a sukkah like a tent or you leaned it against the wall, Rabbi Natan Omer, Rabbi Natan is the one who says it's a machloket. Rabbi Li'ezer posel, mipneshe'en lagag, and hachamim machshirin. Rabbi Li'ezer is the one who's posel. Hachamim are the ones who machshir it. But you should just know, other hachamim argue on Rabbi Natan, and they hold that Rabbi Li'ezer is machshir, and hachamim are 
the one who are posel, and therefore I went according to them. I did the correct majority. You went according to the wrong majority. Next Mishnah, Mahzelet Kanim Gedola, a big mat of reeds that is very hard, not usually meant to sleep on, so we can't think it as Chach. However, once you designated it for sleeping purposes, then it's mekabel tum'an, and therefore ve'en mesakichin, but you can't use it as a sechach. However, if you made it lesikuch, if you made it for sechach, mesakichin, but you could use it for sechach, ve'ena mekabel tum'an, it's not mekabel tum'an. Rebbe Le'ezer argues, Rebbe Le'ezer omer, ahad ketana ve'had gedola, Depends what you made it for. However, even if you made a small one, if you made it for schach, it doesn't make a bell tum'ah. And the Gemara will expound on their mahluket. Now, the Gemara asks, The Mishnah itself is contradicting itself. In the beginning, we said, If you made it specifically, for sleeping purposes, then it's mekabeltum, and you can't use it for schach. And tama, and the reason is because the asal shchiva, because you made it specifically for sleeping. Has tama, but if you didn't expand, you didn't explain, you didn't uh, specify the reason you're making it, then usually you make a big mat lesikuch, and then it should be kasher for schach, and it's not mekabeltum. But then, you later said in the Mishnah, if you made it for specifically for Shach, then Mesakechim Ba Vena Mekabel Tum'ah. And the reason Tama, the reason it's not Mekabel Tum'ah, because you made it specifically for Shach. But if it, you didn't explain why, it would have been, it would be meant for sleeping purposes, and it's Mekabel Tum'ah, and you can't use it for Shach. And it sounds like, when not explaining what your actions are with this big mat, there is a contradiction between the Resha of the Mishnah and the Sefa of the Mishnah. So the Gemara explains, that's not a question. Depends. If it's big, if it's a big mat, usually it's meant for schach. If you made it specifically for sleeping, then it's mekabel tumah. But stam, you could use it for schach. In the second part of the Mishnah, the Sefa, we're talking about a small mat, and usually it's meant for sleeping, so it's mekabel tumah. But if you specify it opposite, then uh, it's meant. Uh, then it could be mekabel tumah, and you can't use it for schach. Now the Gemara asks, "Bishlama le Rabbanan lo kasha el Rabbi Leizer kasha." According to Rabbi Leizer, it's a question. The Tanan we learned at the end of the Mishnah, "Ema sefa" is the real way to say it. Look at the end of the Mishnah. Rabbi Leizer Omer, "Ahad ktana vehad ktola." Whether it's big or small, asal shkiva. If you made it specifically for sleeping purposes, then mekabel tumah ve'en mesakechin ba. It's mekabel tumah. You can't use it for schach. And you, we're going to understand from our Mishnah that tama da asal shkiva. The reason it's mekabel tumah is because you made it for sleeping purposes. Has If you didn't expand, you didn't specify, then it's lesikuch. Then it's meant for schach, and it's not mekabel tumah. And then Emma sefa. Look at the end of Rabbi Lazar's words. Asa alesikuch. If you made it specifically for schach, mesakechin ba ve'en mekabel tumah. And the reason is tama. What's the reason you allowed to use for schach? The asa alesikuch because you made it specifically for schach. Has tama. But if you didn't explain lishchiva, it would have been meant for sleeping purposes, and it's mekabel tumah. You can't use it for schach. So Rabbi Leizer is contradicting himself. So my answer is Ela Amaraba. Rather, Raba explains. Big dola, if it's a big mat, nobody argues. They both hold the stama, it's lesikuch. Stam, if you didn't specify, a big one is meant for ishach. 
Kipligen, the real machloket between Rabbi Lazar and Rabbanan is big tana with a small mat. Tana kama savas, tam ktana shriva. Tana kama held a small, a regular a small mat without specifying it's meant for sleeping. A small mat without specifying could also be for schach. And we'll explain exactly how Rava fits in our Mishnah. And but we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.